This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, zero dollar delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Good evening again. Welcome back. Sloppy seconds time. Uh, it's the prediction show. And I'll tell you something. I bet you weren't predicting that last night. No, you were. That was that was almost as big a surprise as Susan Boyle. <sighs> I don't come much bigger than that. It's less than till I die. It's Tuesday night. It's nine o'clock. It's the prediction. It's time. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Till I die TV. 
Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> One point from last week. I feel like Nottingham Forest on a bad weekend. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Some people, some people say it's the ghost of Christmas past. Some people say it's the ghost of Christmas present. All we know is he's called the Craig. Good evening, Craig. Looking, your face is was very white then. Yeah, that's me. Ghostly. I just ghosted in, mate, to uh, to fill in. That's me. I could so go so many places with that. Standing in for um, standing in for Brad. And uh, and uh, can we just say that you know, although many people were shocked by the result last night, some of us went were almost spot on um, when they went for a three 0 Yes, and Brad went for a five. It's a shame Did neither he? of you were correct, really, wasn't there you it? Go. If you'd have got in the middle of us like you usually do, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Shush, hey, that's only on a we've had a few to drink <laughs> and we've been out. Um, but, no, I went well, I typical, I went 2 2. You know, they, uh, the they are calling me the new Steve Linux. Talking of which, is the old Steve Linux. Good evening, sir. Good evening. How, how, what, are we, what a game last night! Absolutely fantastic, refreshing. Uh, we've been saying it for weeks now that. Well, it's took Brendan a season and a half to get the tactics right. But playing to Vardy's strengths, everybody getting the ball, looking forward rather than sideways, backwards. Absolutely refreshing. Really good result. You were there, of course, Craig. I was. I've got to, I've got to say, Steve, I, I thought Vardy was poor out of everyone. I thought he was a little bit off it, to be honest. And I think... He was still, he was still making the runs, though. And I think, you know... Yeah, I think I think he, he's listened to uh, he's listened to Brendan and Brendan's told him to conserve his energy and not make any. But there were a couple of occasions where I was a little bit disappointed that he wasn't showing a bit more when we were our fullbacks were getting in, you know, boxed in a little bit, and you want that out ball down the line, and he was a little bit slow um, that. But I think you know I think together now that he's got those three strikers, he's he's in a place where he can rotate them a little bit and. And keep it fresh, and I'm sure you know that. You know, defenders don't like facing different people, do they? They they, they want to know who they're marking, and then that's it. Yeah, correct. Well, I, I I don't really want to do this, but I'm I'm, I'm going to have to show last week's. Um, let me just uh, let me just get all that nicely surrounded, and hopefully maybe covered up. Um, no, unfortunately, I can't cover it up. Um, I managed to come out with one point last week, uh, <laughs> and that was uh, that was lucky. Um, nobody because nobody, of course, went six three Manchester City. Uh, Steve did rather really well with five points, um, probably because he wasn't here and somebody stood in for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he has his good week. So, welcome back, Steve. It's lovely to have you back. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks for that. <laughs> and Brad, uh, Brad got uh, three. He got six. So, uh, Brad's liking the new format <laughs> a little bit too much here. Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's shall we quickly move on from that? We that was last week. That's old news now, isn't it? You know. But let's just see if I've lined that up right. Not quite. A little bit more. There we go. So, um, 
We'll just say a few hellos before we get going. Um, talking of the Brad, he is in. Uh, he went it five, went five nil, but it wasn't five nil, Brad. Like Craig, it wasn't three nil. Um, I'm just jealous, of course. Uh, had either KDH or Varty put away their open headers, yeah, we could have been. I mean, it could have been six or seven. But hey, let's not be greedy, eh? You know, revenge. Revenge was good. Uh, Gray is in, says, good evening. Anthony's in. Good evening, Anthony. How the devil are you, sir? Let me just move Steve up to the top there. Then I don't cover him up. Um, TM is in. Hi, guys. Great score last night. <laughs> overdue. Overdue. Mind you, you watch. We'll go and lose 9-0 to Bournemouth now. Um, <laughs> I, said, I, said I feel last... free to predict that, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. I've took one for the team. If I if I do that, I'm getting I'm getting Steve. I'm going down Steve's line. You know, reverse psychology. <laughs> but uh, uh, let's have a look. And then Anthony. Um, well, Madison should have had it. Yeah, he sh well he should, but we'll see. Um, I love the yeah, Daka. I mean, what a goal Daka had! Eh? I mean, you got to say that was that was cheeky and th that sort of thing comes with confidence, though, doesn't it, Steve? Oh, God, yeah. You know, um, I think the way the game was last night and the way everybody were pressing forward and everybody was up for it, that's that's when it comes off. Uh, I don't think um, it had tried that uh, two weeks ago, not with the pressure of everything um, that's going on. But, no, it was good to see. Good to see. Yeah, it was. And, Gray, I'm so happy. Gray's, for some reason, married a Nottingham Forest fan. Now, I'm, I've got to be honest with you, Gray, that, that would have been out. I mean, my, one of my daughters is seeing an Arsenal fan. Sorry, Steve, I know, I know. But at least it's not Coventry, Derby or Nottingham Forest. And she was at the ground last night. Gray wasn't. Did you end up sleeping on the sofa, by the way, Gray? I know she was threatening to. Um, but there we go. Uh, and yet, Brad, that's what I did mean, mate. Glad it works. Thank you very much. Right, let's get into this because uh, first up, it is our trip to Bournemouth, which, let's be honest with you, hasn't always um, brought success <laughs> over the past few seasons. Um, Steve, if we don't get something from this, and I suppose when I say something, I do mean a win, then really the Forest game would have counted for nothing, really, wouldn't it? It would have, yeah. But I think uh, because they won so well against Forest and because uh, the way everybody's feeling now, I think the hype is going to take Leicester on another game. So if anything, if the wheels are going to fall off, it won't be this, this week, Bournemouth. I think it'd be two or three games down the line if they go back to playing their way they were. But I think they've got a bit of um, a bit of a buzz from the Forest game, and I think they'll carry it over to Bournemouth, and I think they'll come out two nil winners. Okay, two nil to Leicester. Uh, I'm going to call you Brad, but uh, forgive me for that, Craig. Oh, um, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, we know Bournemouth have had a bit of a funny season. They came up. I don't know anybody that didn't actually have them to go down, but that was all in the Scott Parker days. Um, they lost the 9-0. He lost his job, not just on that. Mm. There was a lot going on, obviously, in the background. 
they've not. They've. I don't think they've, 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 they've certainly not sort of got beaten now that much again since the the guy that's there seems to be turning it around. But apparently Middlesbrough are sniffing around for him possibly as a replacement manager. Yeah, Gary O'Neill seems to have done a, a decent job in just steadying the ship. You know, he's um, they're not leaking goals. Um, he's, he's instilled a little bit of confidence in there. They have, a, I guess, a more consistent way of playing. Uh, and, yeah, I think it's right. I, I mean, it's good for him, to be honest, that Middlesbrough are sniffing around because it, it may make Bournemouth get off the fence and, um, and give him the job. The bad thing is that it may be that they base that on this game coming up and uh, and he and the players know that if they get a result against us, maybe the job's his. So I think there may be a little bit of added extra in it. Um, but you're right, we can't have a good win and then um, and then not back it up. It's all about the next game. So I think we'll come through it. I, I think we gave up some chances last night um, mm. again and we, we got away with it. It shows you... So you do need a little bit of luck. You know, they hit the post and a few minutes later we get a deflected goal. So, um, but I think, I think we'll follow it up and I'm going to go with a, a 2-1 Leicester. 2-1. Not, not a second clean sheet? No, as I say, I think we gave up a few chances and, um, and I think um, better strikers will put them away. I'm not saying that Bournemouth are better strikers, but... Um, Law of averages say that if you keep giving up some chances, you are going to concede. But I think we've got enough going forward to trouble them. But, but, Ward would have got so much confidence from that. I mean, everybody mm. was shouting for him to be dropped, and you know, you 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 picked Everson in your team. Um, I mean, I I was pleased to see him in the team, and I I, I think that will have done in the world of good, won't it? I think so. I think again. I think he got away. He got away with one in the second half, definitely, um, where he was caught in two minds whether to come out to to clear a ball, you know, be a bit of a sweeper. Got caught, you know, going backwards. And, and again, a better striker would have chipped him, I think. Um, but he was there. He made the save, palmed it away, and then again, he was lucky that uh, there was a miscontrol on the back of it. So, mm. I don't think it it wipes away everything. I think there's still a little bit of nerve and nervousness there but yeah clean sheet helps him helps the defense so um hopefully another good performance at the weekend or or bring him back to the levels that we know he can be well having not gone for the first Leicester win the season and got it got it wrong with the draw I'm actually going to go back to Leicester winning here um I and I'm just looking at Bournemouth I mean Bournemouth last five Drawn, drawn, won, drawn, lost. Um, I mean, there was that 9 0. They've not lost since then. They had a 0 0 against Wolves. Uh, they, they came back against Forest um, and beat them 3 2. Uh, well, I love them for that, if nothing else. Uh, they drew 1 1 with Newcastle and drew 0 0 with Brentford. So they are actually struggling to get goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we can keep a second clean sheet, I just think Ward's going to have so much, you know, it's just going to help him so much. I'm going to go 3 0 to Leicester. Um, and uh, fingers crossed that that happens. Uh, let's have a look what you are saying in the chat. Gray said, yes, his missus was steaming drunk and very angry. <laughs> well, she's a Forest fan, mate. Yeah, she's a Forest fan. It's only, it's only, it's only twice a year. 
Uh, well, unless we get them in the cup. Anthony's gone 2 1 Leicester. Our lucky charm, Anthony, because you went uh, first to win yesterday. Um, Leicester fan just came back from door on tour stream, was uh, roasting the heck out of Forest. Guys, do you think I've got tomorrow night? Uh, we're doing the quiz, and it's going to be Newcastle versus Nottingham Forest. Do you think the mm. first question I should ask is what was the score on Monday night? <laughs> Forest guy. <laughs> Is that horrible, Steve? It's not, is it? No. <laughs> of course it's not. Uh, yeah, we have to take this and go it forward. Uh, Leicester fan has gone at 3-1 to Leicester. Um, Varney, I think, off the bench now. Uh, Scott's in. Good evening, gentlemen. Hope you are well. Hope you are well as well. Uh, Ant is in. Um, yeah, forest enjoy trees everywhere they go. Um, Brendan in now, Ant. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh dear, uh, everybody saying hello to everybody else. Have we got another prediction coming anytime here soon? Uh, I don't think we have, no. So they're all just, um, they're all just having a little dig at forest. Don't blame you guys. Don't blame you. Uh, Chelsea got their first win under the new manager in the league. Um, I said that wasn't difficult. It was the first game, but um, they struggled. They struggled. It wasn't an easy win for them. I'm still not sure about Potter going to Chelsea, but you know we will see. Um, they are going away. Uh, sorry, they are hosting Wolves. Who have just again sacked the manager this week, Steve. Yep. I think this is the only thing that's going to help Chelsea get the points uh, this week is Wolves losing the manager. Um, I think Wolves, is, they're going to be on a downer for a couple of games. I, I can't see them change what they've been doing. So it's it's an opportunity where Chelsea, even if they're not playing you know, the way he wants them to play at the moment, I think that's going to be a big factor in it. So I'm going to go 2-0 Chelsea. 2-0 Chelsea. Um, that would be nice because that would help us, uh, Craig. It would indeed. Um, I think Wolves' big problem. I, I mean, he was a little bit unlucky having the number of strikers injured that he has. Uh, but this you know, bad run of form stretches into last season as well, I think. Um, over the past, I think, 13, 14 games, I don't think they've, I think they've won one. And, uh, I mean, three goals all season. Uh, says where their problems are, to be honest. They've always been pretty hard to play against, hard to beat. They don't concede lots of goals. Um, obviously, the manager had a bit of a falling out with uh, with Connor Cody and allowed him to go off to Everton on loan, which uh, I'm not sure was the most sensible of options. Um, mm. and, and, and I can't see them getting anything from Chelsea. I mean, Potter going in there, he'll be loving this game, you know. It's good for him that he's not really gone going up against any of the big boys in his first few games. It allows him to bed his ideas in a little bit. And uh, I think they'll be comfortable uh, winners on this one. I'll, I'll go for 3-0. You're going 3-0. There we go. Um, yeah, I, I can't disagree with either of you there. I mean, yes, it would do us. But if we can get something at Bournemouth, we would actually then jump over Wolverhampton. Um and obviously, being four 0 that that did help our uh, goal difference as well. Um, and I should just remind people, of course, that Nottingham Forest have now let in more goals than Bournemouth, and Bournemouth have the nine nil. So I just mentioned that, you know, mentioning it for a friend, as they say. 
Um, yeah, Wolves, I mean, they've only won the one. Uh, they've lost the last two um, against West Ham. In fairness, it was Man City, which you wouldn't expect them to get anything from. They did beat Southampton before that, which is not the trickiest job in the world. But Chelsea, they have had that sort of iffy start. Like I say, the jury for me is still out on Potter. But Wolves are just in, in disarray. Um, and I know you said about the Portuguese side, uh, Steve, and the rumours are they're going for the sport and Lisbon manager. So, ah, I don't know. I'm going to have to... Yeah, I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to go 4-0. I'm going to be different. I need the hmm. points. <laughs> I'm going to go four. Let, let's be honest. Um, let's see. It'll what be a good match of the day, Chris. The way you're going, won't <laughs> <laughs> uh, And if we win, I'll watch it. If we, <laughs> oh, come on. How many times did we all watch the highlights on YouTube last night? <laughs> um, Brad said, "If Craig scores me one nil, demand VAR." <laughs> uh, no, we'll do, we'll do questions later. I'm, try, I'm trying for you, Brad. I'm trying to be sensible, mate. <laughs> I'll be a first. Uh, Anthony's gone 3-1 Chelsea. Um, Gray has gone 3-0 um, to the Fox. Oh, you still go. Sorry, you're behind with the Foxes there. Doesn't care about Chelsea. 2-1 um, to Wolves, said Scott. Ooh. Uh, they were, yeah, I believe they lost tonight, didn't they? I believe Sporting. 4-1, um, I think. Yeah. Uh, Porto Wolves nil Brexit FC two. <laughs> nice one, Brad. Well, now thankfully we've got another four games before we travel up to the uh, Etihad Stadium, um, and we've got Holland City against <laughs> Southampton. I mean, you know, talk about it. I say one man team. I'm being unfair, but I mean, he, he could he could date Vardy's eleven eleven record, couldn't he, Steve? Well, I saw something on Facebook of, um, about him only being nine goals off the golden boot from last year, and he's still got 30 games to go. Mm. But um, the only thing Indeed. I can say about the only thing I can say about this game is how many how many is going to be. You know, yeah. uh, at the moment they're looking unstoppable at the moment. Um, They've got that, like you say, they've got that extra thing with him up front now where they used to play a lot of possession and they never used to score. They've got the possession now and they've got a boat that's just unstoppable at the moment. So it's, it's just a case of how many they're going to get. I don't want to go too high, so comfortable winners 3 0. It's easy. 3 0. Right. Okay. Craig, I mean, they, they, they've. <laughs> They, they, they had the shock, and, and a shock for them was getting the draw with Villa. Um, mm. They've scored 29 goals. Nobody is even close to them. Arsenal second on 20. Uh, I mean, I remember watching the Community Shield and thinking, wow, that Haaland's a bit overrated, isn't he? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it is going to be a cricket score, this, isn't it? It depends if it's Leicestershire, because then it'll be low. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I think they've managed to, to finish bottom of the second division again without winning a game this year. Um Oh, we're consistent. You know, we always yeah. say we want consistency, don't we? Um, 
I think this is a funny one because I, I, I yeah, Man City are going to win it, but you saw against Man City, uh, Man United, that they have a tendency to sort of not overplay but just switch off. I think they've got mm. defenders who switch off a little bit sometimes, and uh, all Southampton's um, positives are their their quick players that we, we saw against us. You know, they can break very quickly, so if they do get a turnover. Uh, I, I can see them scoring, um, but yeah. you know Man City are a bit of a juggernaut at the moment. I'm going to go for uh, an entertaining five-two. Wow! And what were you saying to me about uh, match of the day? Um, five-two. I agree. I mean, you know, those last two goals against uh, Man United that they gave away—it was just silly, really, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, but it's almost a case. Do you remember? Sorry to mention this. Team Steve, but you remember Tottenham Hotspur with Ozzy Ardilis as manager, and his philosophy was, "Yeah, let them score four, we'll score five. <laughs> and it, I think that is just, you know, Manchester City at the moment. I think Southampton. I think Southampton will probably get the first goal and actually shock Man City. But I'm actually going to go, and I'm going to say. If, if, if these come off and you all enjoy match of the day Saturday night, <laughs> you, you owe me. You owe me because I'm going 6-1 Man City. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it will. I just think they will just... Southampton, you just don't know with Southampton. Um, they, they've they settled down into their old selves. You know, they're, they're down in 16th. They've lost the last three. Um they lost 1-0 to United. They, they then did beat Chelsea, but, you know, um, they lost to Wolves, they lost to Villa, and they lost to Everton, all by the single goal. But this is it's just Southampton, isn't it? Southampton are Southampton. And, uh, yeah, I can't see them getting anything from this, as <laughs> none of us can do. Um Scott says is he Scott says five one Man City, so he's he's there, he's there with me. Uh Brad's been drinking, let's just say that. <laughs> Saints don't have enough firepower. Exactly, great, exactly. Um and yet no problem, Brad, no problem. So um Newcastle Brentford, Steve. Um Newcastle supposedly coming in for Madison in the window, although looking at the uh, um, uh, reports tonight in the Mercury, uh, he's committing himself to Leicester, uh, so I don't think whether he will go or not. Um, but Newcastle, they've not had a bad start. They sat there in seventh, but not convincingly. They've, they've drawn five, so they're, they're getting the draws, but they did win last time out against Fulham. Um, Brentford flattering to deceive again, uh, lost one in five, but then three draws and only one win. Which way is this one going, do you think? Um, my second favorite team this season so far, Newcastle. Um, mm. I like I like the way they're playing, I like the, um, the buzz they're getting, and purely because they're at home, I'm gonna go for a 2 0 win for Newcastle. 2-0 to Newcastle. That that home advantage, we you know we always used to say this about Manchester United, didn't we? But I mean it, it's kind of worn off now, Craig. But Newcastle playing at home, it does it does make a big difference for them. 
It does, you know, if they're, they're playing a brand of football that Newcastle uh, supporters have been longing to to see for a few few years now. They made some strange managerial uh, decisions. I was never a big fan of Benitez when he was there, to be honest. To be, yeah. I'm never a big fan of Benitez wherever he is. Um, good, news, good news, though. Every cloud has a silver lining. He may be going to Forest. I did see that last night. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I know a Forest fan, and I did take great pleasure in in sending him that tweet from John Percy. And that's, you know, John Percy's quite a, a a good source. You know, if he's yeah, if he's putting these stories around, but that would be well. I, I hate to say. Well, no, I'd quite like to see what's going to happen there, um, but. You know, the, the, there's reasons that these two clubs have uh, have played out a lot of draws because, you know, they're not prolific in front of goal. You know, they go forward a lot, but they're not prolific, even though they got mm. four at the weekend, or five, I think, at the weekend. Um, but Brentford have got a goal in them and, and they're tough to beat as well. So I'm going to, I think Brentford will keep the Geordies quiet on this one. I, I'm going to go for a 1-1. You are going for a 1-1. One, one. Okay. I am going to go, because it's at Newcastle, and everybody knows, you know, my, my thoughts. I do like, uh, I do like Brentford, um, but I like, like Steve said, I, I, have a, I have a lot of time for uh, for Newcastle, and I've you know, everybody knows I'm a big fan of Eddie Howes. Uh, I, I think that Newcastle will nick it because they are at um, at home, but I think, like you say, Brentford have got a goal in them, so I am going to go 2-1 to uh, to Newcastle. Uh, Barcelona losing 1-0 um, to Inter Milan, um, and that's without Soyuncu. Who knows? He could end up there. Um, Newcastle, you're not a fan of Newcastle, then, I take it, uh, Gray. <laughs> um, he went 2-2. Um Three one to the tune, says Scott. Um, Anthony says if Newcastle is Steve's second favourite team, is Arsenal is third, <laughs> third from bottom of ninety two probably, <laughs> likely. Two uh, two though he's gone for a draw there. Um, agreeing with you on the draw side, Craig. Um, I think this one will be two one to Newcastle. Uh, they missed St. Maxim, so thinking they may not have all engines purring. But a good choice there, David. Um, and he said he's watching Barcelona. Double tasking. Is the missus out again, Gray? Um, I, I love the fact, and we've mentioned this before, haven't we, Craig? And no disrespect to, to, to the Mercury and Leicestershire Live. Jordan Blackwell comes on the show. He's, he's a good friend of the show. But they do... They are able to make a full story out of one sentence. Yeah, <laughs> look, yeah. and I've just I've just gone on there, and uh, Yuri Tillemans reveals Leicester City hope after Nottingham Forest win, and that's all because he put a tweet out last night saying all smiles. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we can build on this. And, that's and that journalism. That yeah, is. That, that is a full full story. I was saying to Steve before we went live because um, I had. Um, uh, Rob Tanner on early from mm. the Athletic talking um, at, on the show at seven o'clock. So check that out. That was a happier conversation than the last one we had. Um, and he was saying that, that Johnny Evans is coming out tonight at ten for some reason um, for, with the press. So I don't know. He wouldn't say what because 
you know, you, you can only say so much, I suppose, with the press. But it'd be interesting to see what that is. Johnny Evans is coming out. Right. I wonder if he's going to announce his international retirement because he's just hit 100 caps, hasn't he? Yes, that's only, that is true. That's the only thing I could think about that would be uh, newsworthy from, it's, from it's Johnny. It's strange at 10 o'clock, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but it is. Uh, maybe he's waiting for all the football, the, the Champions League games to be over. You know, you are a wise old Al, Craig. <laughs> you know, this is why I have him on, Steve. You know. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. That, that and his looks, you know, <laughs> allegedly. Um, Brighton and Hove, I can guess which way this one's going, Steve. Um, Brighton and Hove are hosting Tottenham. And I, but I don't think, in fairness, that anybody ever thought that this would be um, a, a top four clash, but it is. Um, uh, it isn't. I'm lying. I'm lying. Um, you know, I'm not. Of course, I am. Yeah, Tottenham a third, Brighton a fourth. Um, this, this could be a tight one. I was surprised at Tottenham. The way you know, I thought they'd, they'd, they'd give Arsenal more of a game. You know, last weekend in the in the North London derby. The thing I like about Tottenham is they can't put a run together. Mm. I think, you know, they they get all blase, they get a couple of results and then uh, things don't go their way. They start getting a couple of draws and that. The nice thing about it is uh, Brighton are fourth. It's nice to see the, the little clubs doing so well and I hope it carries on. And for that reason, I'm going to get Brighton to win 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Yeah, you know, it's not that reason, so don't just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the real reason, <laughs> but you're going one nil. To... I'm change, change my tactics now. <laughs> you did say one nil Brighton, though, didn't you? I did, Steve. You did, yeah, brilliant. Sorry, I, I just yeah. missed that. Um, were you surprised by Spurs, Craig? Um, a little bit, but. We said this before, they're they're a good team on the break. Um but if you if you manage to smother them smother them so when they, they get a turnover you, you stop the ball getting into their their front players, then they have a tendency to try and uh, and, and to not be able to keep the ball particularly well in those midfield areas. Mm. You know, Leicester had a lot of play in those midfield areas. Thing was when we we gave them the ball and they were away and we and we, we couldn't stop them, but we had a lot of play against them. So I think they've got some very good forward players. I think they're not particularly strong through the middle of the park. It'd be interesting to see if Basuma starts a game uh, pretty soon, particularly against his old club. Um, I thought he was a really good player for uh, for Brighton. I'm surprised nobody else tried to pick him up. Um, but he's not really getting a look in at, uh, at Spurs at the moment. Um, I, I I can't see. I can't see that Spurs will open up enough to allow Brighton the space that that Liverpool afforded them um, at the weekend. I think this will be another tight one. I'm going for another one-one. Sitting on that fence again, eh? Um, I I just think with Conte that he'll that will have hurt him losing the North London derby. Because um, I think he felt that this season he could do something big with with, with Spurs, and I think they'll come out all guns 
uh, blaring. Is this the first game for the new Brighton boss? Or was it? did he play? Was he in charge? No, he was, he was in charge at Liverpool. Right. And they did all right against Liverpool, didn't they? They voted well, 3-3 at Anfield. Everyone would yeah. take that, I think. Yeah. I'm torn here. I'm going to go for a Desmond. Oh, yeah. I think you could be right there. I'm going to go for a, a, a Desmond. Because... <sighs> the, the, the... Hmm. I just hope that losing Potter doesn't kill Brighton off because, like I say, I like to see any club, you know, go in there and, and make a mess of the, mm. the the big six. So, and I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to go two two. I'm going to stick with that. Anthony's gone two one to Brighton. Scott's agreed. He's, well, he's with agree with the draw. He's gone three three. Gray's gone two one to Spurs. Brad has gone. Brighton 3-1, please, Craig. Now, you see, Brad, you should have been here. You should have been here. <laughs> Anthony agrees with Steve about Tottenham. Yeah, who knew? Who knew that was going to happen, Anthony? Um, Gray, they did achieve something, Spurs. They came third in a two-horse race. Oh, love it. Uh, love it, love it. Um where are we? And Highfields is in. Good evening, Highfields. How the devil are you? Welcome a along. Um, Crystal Palace leads United, Steve. Um, leads, I had to finish 20th. So, again, <laughs> shows I know sweet FA about this game of football. Uh, but they are sat in 12th. They had a good start, but it's kind of, you know, dropped off a little bit. They've won two. Uh, in the last five, they did beat Chelsea three 0 I mean, that was that was a shock. But Chelsea, they did have the up and down start, didn't they? Um, and then they went on to lose to Brighton, draw with Everton, uh, lose to Brentford heavily, um, and drew with Villa nil nil. Palace, they they took down at the bottom as well. They've only won one in five, uh, lost two. Okay, one again was to Man City, the other Chelsea. They drew with Newcastle and Brentford. I'm surprised at both of these was because, let's say, I expected Leeds to struggle right from the outset, and I expected Palace to do do better at the start. Neither of which has happened. Yeah, looking at Leeds, the way they're playing at the moment, I think you know they're going to be the team that's got uh, they're going to be the draw specialists this year. Um, they're not firing on all cylinders up front. They're not going to score many goals at the moment, the way things are. Palace, I think it's going to open uh, catching leads at the the stage they are playing now. And just purely home advantage, I'm going to go 2 0 Palace. 2 0 to Palace, right. Um, how about yourself, Craig? I think this could be a, a bit of a feisty one, to be honest. Um, Palace need a result from somewhere. They're on a bad run of form. Fans are always pretty uh, vocal at, at Palace and, and they'll be thinking that this is a game where they can get themselves back on track. Leeds just seem to have disciplinary problems. Um, mm. they, they do like a bit of a scrap. Um, I do like the manager, to be honest. Um, I think he's a bit of a breath of fresh air. He says it how he, uh, how he, how he thinks. Um which is which is great, you know. You want that on the sideline. You want to see a bit of uh, animated. Yeah. Um, I think. I think the more I see him, I mean, I, I joked about him being, you know, the real life Ted Lasso. Yeah. But 
he, you know, when you actually listen to him, he mm. does speak a lot of sense. He does. So I think this is a tricky one to predict, but I think I think Palace being at home, I think they're just going to edge it in a tight, scrappy game. So I'm going to go one nil Palace. One nil. Oh, right. Oops, I've got ten there. Um, right, Steve said these two they, they, they could end up being the draw specialists um, this season. I want Leeds to win simply because it will do us a favour of keeping Palace down at the bottom. Um, can Palace get a draw? I was going to go nil-nil, but I'd, I I want Leeds to win because it's Palace. So I'm actually going to go nil-one to Leeds, which is completely different to you too. So again, shows that I'm, I'll probably end up with one point this week. Um, we've got Gray's gone two-nil to Palace. Anthony's gone one-one. Uh, Brad's gone five-nil to Palace. Whoa. Um, and Scott's gone for a draw, one keep one. A, keep a note of all your own scores, Brad, and then we'll we'll see yeah. what you would have got after my uh, <laughs> yeah. pathetic predictions of what. Well, whichever is lower is the one I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, the one I'm going to count. Uh, the freedom of not actually having to predict in the show is he's he's, he's <laughs> like he's been let off his leash. Five yeah. nils, never went for five nils. Uh, London Derby, Steve, West Ham, Fulham. West Ham surprising you? They've not had the best of starts either? I think it's another thing where um, they've lost the flair. Uh, what they were doing over the last season and a half seems to have disappeared. Uh, I think they're being more cautious now than they were previous games where they used to attack a lot. Um, Fulham starting well, looking okay. Big pitch, funny atmosphere at that ground, I think. Um, so I'm going to go for a nil-nil. You're going to go nil-nil. Um, Moyes under pressure, Craig? I think so. I think he, he got a result at the weekend. I'm not sure they particularly deserved that against Wolves. But um, you're right. I mean, Antonio seems to have gone off the boil. Um Bowen turned up with a goal, but he hadn't done much all season before that. You know, maybe that'll kickstart his season. Mm. Um, and again, their the squad looks a little thin to me. And yeah. uh, they've got European football, so I think they'll be playing Thursday, won't they? Um, yes, they will. That is the point. Yes. Yeah. So you know, I think this is one that Fulham will fancy getting a result, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tip them to nick it. So I'm gonna go um, one two. One, two. Again, it's been, it has been a funny start all round. Those, those, you know, the apart from Forest, you know, Fulham have, have done well coming up. Um, probably got the slightly more. Well, they have had the more experienced manager out of the three of them. He's been in this league before. You know, they are sat up there. You know, if you have to look right, they're actually sat there in eighth, actually above Liverpool. Uh, who are winning 2-0 um, at the moment um, but against Rangers. But Fulham, they've won three this season, including beating Brighton 2-1, which was no mean feat. And, of course, they had that 3-2 over Forest. Um, West Ham, they have struggled. I, I agree totally. 
Um, they lost to, to to West Ham and Everton, but yeah, they did beat Wolves. But we we are seeing how Wolves are are struggling. I've got to agree with you, Craig. It, it, it hurts, okay. but I've got to agree with you and go um, for a Fulham. Um, yeah, I'm going to go one two as well. I think you. I think you're right there. Um, so we're that. both wrong. <laughs> yes. Let's see what uh, what Brad went for with this one. Uh, Gray's gone two nil um, to Palace. Oh no, that's the old. That's the last one. I do apologise. Uh, let's just catch up with West Ham. Um, West Ham won uh, Fulham two. Says Scott. So he's at three of us. Mm. Three of us have gone for that. Um, well, <laughs> Steve will get it right, you can bet. Uh, Ray's gone 1 1. Uh, Anthony's gone 2 1 to West Ham. Um, Brad hasn't uh, commented on this one yet. Um, so we will see if he comes in. Um, how many are Liverpool going to be at Arsenal by Steve? <laughs> Just uh, this, straight to the seriously, game. <laughs> seriously, no, this is going to hurt me. Um, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, if you've got a drink in your hand, put it down now. Because the only reason I'm saying this now for a football point of view is I don't want Man City to win the league too early. And the only team I'm afraid at the moment that's playing consistent and can stop them at the moment is Arsenal. So purely on that basis that I don't want the season to be over, I'm watching Liverpool tonight. I think Arsenal are going <laughs> Come to win. on, Steve. I'm going to win 2 1. Well, I don't believe it. <laughs> I, thought you might, I thought you might write it down, Steve, so you didn't have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's killed me. It's killed me, honestly, God, But Craig, I'm sorry. I thought I heard for a moment there, Steve said that Arsenal were going to win 2-1. He did, and you've clipped it. (laughs) It will be clipped, believe you me. Be serious, man. You cannot be serious. (laughs) Only only reason. Tell Anthony the only reason. (laughs) He'll forget the only reason. Um, And before I come to you, Craig, I've got to see... Oh, no, Anthony's not picked up on it yet. Um, I just don't know where to go after that. What are we doing? (laughs) Is this a dream? I've got a bowl ready here, just in case. (laughs) Oh, my God, you know. And just when you think life is normal. Um, (laughs) Craig, bring me back down. Bring me back to reality. Well, I don't know if I can because um, Liverpool just look all over the place at the moment. You know, Salah's not started yet. Uh, defensively, they look really poor, you know. And, you know, I'll come back to a point I made about Leicester. Um, and and I, hopefully you'll be able to back me up on this, uh, Steve. Whatever level you're at, if you're playing without confidence, then it, it can kill you, you know. And some of the defending I saw at Liverpool at the weekend, just trying to hack the ball away, panicking in the box, was was just nothing like you've seen Liverpool for a, for a, quite a while, to be honest. Um, 
I think they need a result. I think they've. I think Klopp. I, I know it sounds stupid. He's not. He's not going to lose his job, but he's under pressure to turn in a decent performance against somebody. Um, so I think this could be quite open. Um, but they they just look like they they're going to concede Liverpool. So I'm going to go for an entertaining three two Arsenal. Three two to Arsenal. Oops, let me type it on the right screen. And I have highlighted that there, Steve. <laughs> just so at the end of the season, oh, yeah. I can come back. I was trying to find which colour to go for, and I, I saw one, and it was a, a little bit puce-like. But yeah, I have gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's got to. It's got to be highlighted. It has uh, three. I, um, you see, I, I, I know it. Knowing a few Arsenal fans as I do, and mm. Anthony, of course, who you know, he's half Arsenal, half Bristol City, isn't he? Really, and a, no, and a little bit of Southampton as well. I, I, they, they seem to think the Arsenal fans that they would struggle against the big teams. Mm. Um, but look what they did to Tottenham. You know, and I'm, I don't What's know. What's they going to do with the big teams? <laughs> hey, yeah. boom, boom. Fair enough. Good, good point. Good point. But I just, I just don't know what the Arsenal fans had to moan about at the weekend. I'm sure there was something. Probably made the sub five minutes too early or something. Who knows? Um, and you'd think that, like you say, Klopp is under pressure. Uh, I love the fact that last night. I don't know if anybody saw. Um, Jamie Carragher saying that sometimes, I think they were talking about Southgate, that sometimes you uh, have to, uh, you, you've, you've got a shelf life at a club, maybe after about mm-hmm. five odd years. And Gary Neville said, oh, is Klopp going then? <laughs> uh, but he won't go, but he is under pressure. I've got to agree with you guys. Um, I, think it will, I think it will be Arsenal um, because they are surprising me and they've played really really well uh this season um do you know what mm. i want to go three one to arsenal just to be a bit different but i do believe that arsenal will will win it uh oh we've got we've got our old friend the dating site in again uh. Told us stop bothering me at work. Um, <laughs> let's have a look here. Um, <laughs> Brad's yet clipped that indeed. Gray, he, um, he know he's going to get clipped, Stephen. That is going to be played every week. Uh, Arsenal 2 2. When Arsenal lose, their heads will go down. Um, Arsenal three, Liverpool four. Wow, Scott. Uh, so that's been up there with me, hasn't it, with the uh, high-scoring games? Um, Brad, Steve predicting Arsenal to win. Maybe we can still win the league. <laughs> well, who knows? Who knows? It is that sort of seismic event, isn't it? Um, see, Steve, that's not too bad, was it? <laughs> it's killing me. I've got to get an A and E in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, yeah. I think it was, Anthony. I think it was. And he's then gone 3-2 Arsenal, same as you, Craig. Um, but he did say he choked on his tea. <laughs> uh, 
Ah oh dear, ah oh dear. Um, it's only some man sitting down here. That's all it is. Did anybody, I don't know if anybody saw the breakfast show this morning on Sky Sports. No. Um, but they were talking about Madison and England, and they said texting, you know, or sorry, tweeting. And I actually did, I thought, oh, sorry, I'm going to say something. And I, I did actually say, um, that surely nobody can say that Madison doesn't deserve to be in the England squad now. Oops, one person gan Southgate. <laughs> do you do you remember when he said he was going to pick players on form? And I, they actually read it out, and then the guy turned around, looked at the camera, and said, "Would you say that if Madison was still playing for Newcastle?" Oh, was going to be playing for Newcastle. And I messaged back and said, "Well, even more so, because then I wouldn't worry about him getting injured." But he didn't read, didn't read the second one out, you no. know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Everton, Manchester United. Um, again, Manchester United got stuffed, Steve, um, by Man City. They, they were lucky to get the two late goals. Uh, I don't think it was a six-three, but I mean, Manchester United. Uh, I think the the serious fans would accept that they're still rebuilding. Um, and then you've got Mark Goldridge, who, you know, as always, you know, wets himself on air. Um, can Everton get anything from this? They've had a, they've not had a too bad a start. I think they will, because I think, you know, you're saying Man United are, are rebuilding, but they're not buying the right kind of player. Uh, they're buying individual players that are... Uh, ex-stars, like they keep on saying, mm. that's coming to the sell-boy dates. And I think they've just been signing people for the sake of it. But where do you see, where you see every club like Newcastle, everybody else is trying to get their squad changed, Man United or not, they're just buying, and this is my opinion, they're just buying individuals. They're not buying mm. team players or they're not doing anything to create a team spirit. And I think you saw that early on against Man City. Uh, they just they just tore them apart because they do not look like a team at the moment. And until they get rid of the, we are one of the best clubs in the world scenario and start buying like team players, I think they will struggle. Mm. And I think they'll struggle for a couple of years until they, they change what they're doing. So I'm going to go for an Everton win on here. And I'm going to go for a uh, 2-1. 2-1, right. Uh, it is at Everton, obviously, as you can see there, Craig, and that mm. always does help Everton. Well, it, it does, but I think um, I think it brings it, it, its own pressure as well if they're not playing particularly well. Mm. I think you've got two totally unpredictable and inconsistent teams here going up against each other. I don't think you know what you're going to get from either of them. Mm. I think Everton are still struggling to be able to get goals. You can't see them scoring many in a game, to be honest. Interesting that he rested or dropped or whatever um, Anthony Gordon at the weekend, but uh, mm. they managed to get a result. Uh, and uh, Dwight McNeil scored his first goal from since uh, arriving from Bright uh, Burnley. Um so, two inconsistent teams. 
Um, I think this is going to be uh, an inconsistent Manchester United season. But I'm going to give them... A, I think they'll bounce back on this. I'm going to go 2-0 Man United. 2-0 Man United. Ooh, OK. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, Everton, I'm just worried about whether the, any of their players will sort of last the game because they'll be losing so much blood with the nosebleeds because they're 11th in the table and they've been that high up for ages. Um, Man United... I mean, they've, 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 as we've got, if we've got Tillemans, they've got Ronaldo, you know. Is he in? Is he out? Is he shaking it all about? You know, we don't, that's going to sort of not help them. Um, whether he stays or whether he goes, I, but I don't know. I think he is the manager to take them. And I think some of the Manchester United fans, I think, are realizing that it is going to take them a while now to, to get back to where they were. Um, I have. I think. I mean. I think the game against Man City. I think you can't. I think whoever plays Man City, some you know, especially at City, you're just going to have to say like, yeah, okay, whatever the score was, you know. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two-one to Man United. I think Man United will get get this back um, on that. Still no news yet from um, Johnny Evans. Whatever that happens to be. Uh, we will see. Um, Ivan, good evening. How are you? Welcome along. Um, I think we may get snow early here in Canada after Steve's off. This is Steve. Canada, I mean, your fame and your love of Arsenal or lack of it is, is, is national, not just within Leicester till I die. My God. <laughs> I think well, you still need to you still need to state that I've only said it because I don't want Man City. <laughs> no, 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 season to be over yet. I I can edit this very very well, you know. I really can. Um, I believe Joe Biden's been on the phone wondering what's going on as well. <laughs> you know? uh, but welcome along, Ivan. Not seen you before. If it is your first time, give us a subscribe, uh, and that would really help us out. Um, Gray's gone 3-0 to Man United. Um, I'll say it now. Man, yeah, Madison, if he, yeah, he probably would do. Probably would do. 1-1, one, one, says Anthony there. Man United 2, Everton 0. Man United 1, Everton 0. Um, and uh, Barcelona lost tonight as well. Um, last game. And we are... Back on the Monday night game, back on the telly, and Nottingham Forest are back to the uh, shithole. I'm sorry, I mean City Ground hosting Aston Villa. And if that one wasn't um, an El Sacchio at the weekend, this one could well be. Um, Forest Villa. Steve, how do you see this one going? Well, to be honest, I think, and I don't want to take nothing away from Leicester because they had a great night. Um, Forest looked awful. Um, mm. They look so disjointed. Um, I don't know if that's because the way Leicester played and every Leicester player was up for it, which was good to see. But taking that game out of it, Forest over the last couple of games, I don't, I don't know the style of play. I don't know what they're trying to do. I think mm. uh, at the moment they're a team of mercenaries. I think they're all getting the big pay package. They don't care if. Forest go up or down because I think they've all signed short contracts. 
The only thing that might help them out is playing Villa, where Villa has not been the club that they wanted to be straight away under Gerard, and I think they're finding it hard to, you know, to get it. But I still think they've got enough to to sneak a one nil win. Win, so I'm going one nil Villa. One nil to Villa. Okay, I'm going to say good evening to Munzi, um, who's popped in. Um, explain the book, Munzi. I'm not sure what you mean, but I did, uh, talking of clips, he did clip me uh, having to go at Brendan after the 6 2 against Spurs. Um, I love him now, of course, I do. Um, Craig, I'm not sure, I mean, which way this could go. Um, I think. I, 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 speaking to Rob earlier, I don't think all the signings that Tottenham, uh, that Tottenham, that Forrest made were actually Cooper's choice. Um, and they did have to make a lot of, of signings because they lost a lot of players and none of the lone players stayed. Mm. And it's going to take time. Uh, he's a good manager. Uh, but I think... I think uh, you're quite right there, Steve. I think you know um, there's there one there's one manager or one scout from one club that was telling Rob that every time that they went in for a player, Forrest went in for the same player and bid like three times as much. Mm. Um, so uh, whether that's true or not, you don't know. But riding on somebody's coattails. Uh, I suppose it would be nice to see Villa win, wouldn't it? Um. Well, I mean, uh, Steve's gone for a for a one nil Villa sneak. Um. Yeah. Ne- neither team are looking particularly good, are they? And no. this is a big test for Gerard. You know, he's he did well at Rangers. He's come down to the Premier League, big reputation, decent squad, and it's just not happening for them at the moment. Um. Mm. He's falling out with players. You know, this often happens, isn't it, with players who were at the top of their game. We saw it with Roy Keane. Roy Keane was never never managed to be a successful manager. And I think a lot of that is that when you've been at the top of the game as a player, it's difficult for players to reach the standards that you expect, you know. Um, and it's rare that you see a, a top player become a top manager. Um, unless they're, they're they're given loads of money to throw at it, and uh, yeah. so I think they've they've made some strange decisions, buying decisions. I don't think Coutinho was a particularly clever decision, to be honest. Um, and Cooper at Forest is at the point now where he's on the verge of the sack. Anyway, if he's been given pressure to play certain players who the the owners bought, then he's got nothing to lose than to just ignore what is what's happening. He's got so many players now. For me, he needs to find an eleven and just stick with it for three or four games. Mm. You, you can't. He's, he's tinkering. He's changing it all the time. You can't do that. I think you've just got to say, right, these are the best players. Put your experienced players out there. They've got some experienced professionals there. I, I won't include Lingard because God knows why he's there. But, uh, you know, they've got Willie Bolly from, uh, from Wolves. Gibbs White is a decent player. Brennan Johnson's decent. He had that one great run uh, last night where he went round about four players. Um, and as we've said, someone said it many years ago, football's a funny old game. I've mm. just got a feeling that Forrest are going to get a result here and I'm going to go 1-0 Forrest. Well, you won't be welcome back. No. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Brad. 
<laughs> I'll go down under Brad's name. There's nothing on me. There's nothing well, in writing on me. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have to highlight that one as well. I think <laughs> the fact that somebody on here has gone for a forest win. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Um, I, I think it would be. I said earlier. I think it would be a great injustice if Steve Cooper gets sacked. Uh, I really, really would. Um, it, it, it would be up there with sort of the Watford decisions, really. But uh, just by, by the way, you've got my score wrong there. What did I? You got nil one. You can't bring yourself to do it, Chris. <laughs> no. You see, deep down, I just can't. Hang on. And then, yeah, no, it just won't come. It just won't come. Um, one nil. There we go. Um, you weren't supposed to notice that. Um, but, uh, um, so, I, but yeah, owners are owners, aren't they? You yeah. know, and... I think uh, I think if he's given time, he will find his best eleven. Um, as, as he said, you know, some of these players don't even know each other's first names yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that new, um, but Villa. I mean, you know, as as, as um, Scott said here, which Steve will get the sack, Cooper or Gerard? Mm-hmm. And I just think Stephen Gerard, what he achieved at Rangers should be taken with a pinch of salt. And as I've always said, the same with Brendan at Celtic. You know, if Brendan couldn't win what he won at Celtic when he didn't even have a Rangers because <laughs> they'd been relegated, something is wrong. And then, you know, if Steve, if Gerard can't win something with Rangers at all, I mean, if, if you and me could. Even, even Steve could win something at uh, Celtic or Rangers in Scotland. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. But, uh, you know what I mean? So, and I just think he's he was built up to be more than he actually probably was, mm. you know, because I think if his first job had been maybe at a, 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 a lower Premier League team, like Southampton or something, I don't think you'd have seen the success. That said, I can't go for a Forest win. I, I literally, and I know how I saw how much pain Steve went through, but I, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, I'm gonna have to go nil nil. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't go for the forest win, and that would do us best as well. Um, so we'll go through the uh scores in a second. I just want to see, I don't know if I can do this at all, but um, whether I am able to, no. Um, you know what I'm trying to do here, don't you? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> just, just to highlight it, there you can see that yes, Arsenal versus. Or the only problem with that is that you can't see that it's under Steve. Look, there we go. There we go. Uh, there, there. Is that it? That's it. You see, you can see. No, you still can't see it, can you? You can on my other screen. But you can't on that one. No, no it's not uh, bugger, bugger. But that is definitely under Steve. Look, look, there. Just do that a bit there. Look, there we go. Two one, two one, two one. Um, apparently, just reading. Um, don't know what you guys think. Donny Van der Beek being targeted as a Tielemans replacement. What do you think about that, Steve? Oh, in fact, sorry. Before we do that, sorry, I didn't do everybody's last uh, predictions, did I? My, my bad, my bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Munzi, what do you think? Is your Man United fan? 
Uh, everybody loved him last season. Would you be sad to see him go? Um, do, 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 do. He, uh, Dave is going for a one nil Forest win. Oh, David, no, 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 no. You've you've upset me. Uh, in Rogers, you trust, of course, always, always. Um, Villa two nil. Anthony, good man. Anthony, good man. Um, Watkins looks poor this season, and others are really not doing too much right. Uh, oh God, here we go again. Here we go again. These sex sites, you know, we only, we only have this when you're on, Craig. I don't know yeah. <laughs> here with you. What can I say? Uh, uh, Steve, Van der Beek, do you think that would be a good signing for Leicester? 13 million. That, I mean, I, don't, I can't remember how much Man United paid for him. See, I don't know, to be honest. What I'd like to see, and, you know, you've you got to ask yourselves, would all these Leicester players wanting to leave if they were playing in the season where Leicester won the you know the title before and I don't think anybody would want to go so I think if the team can build on what they did against Forest and keep on playing like that I don't think why anybody should want to leave because you go back and look at the players who left uh, the the title winning team, you know, drink water and things like that. They they had a good season. They thought they the grass was greener on the other side, but they found out that it's not. And I, I do believe if Brendan can get it right and get back to you know how it used to be before, you know, I don't think anybody would want to leave, and I don't think they should leave because you know, less less is a good club. But saying that, you know, people have to move on, but. I think Leicester need to go down the route now to get uh, team players. Mm. And if you're going to get rid of a, a person, you need it. You know, um, going back to my dad, that's why Jock Wallace, Jock Wallace was so good because he knew the type of player he needed in that uh, in that position and he knew how he wanted to play. And yeah. I think if um, Brendan gets his tactics right, he knows how he wants to play, he'll buy mm. players that will fit into that, you know, that tactic rather than just buying players hoping that they can change uh, styles or whatever. And I think that's where football's falling down big time at the, at the moment now is because a lot of clubs are going for foreign players which you don't know nothing about. You're going for high-profile players that are established and will they play the way you want them to play half the time they don't. So yeah. I think you know, we need to go back to getting players that are brought to fit the position that the manager wants them to play, and that's. I'd, I'd add one. I'd add one word to that, Steve. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And and the word is character. You know, I yeah. don't think there's enough enough players with character. You know, to roll their sleeves up when it's required these days. And you look at Donny Van Der Beek. He could really, you know, well be a, uh, you know, a, a really good player. But mm. do you think he looks the sort who would? really put a shift in when it's required? I'm not so sure, to be honest. I'm going back to, like, um, the coaching side of it, you know, that um, you can see from grassroots, you can see through semi-pro, you can see it to the pros now. The players are not being individually coached now. They've been taught systems. That's all they've been taught now, systems and not nothing else. And I think the way the game's going now, 
every tackle on the pitch, no matter first minute, 90 minutes, 60 minutes, why is it always a foul? Mm-hmm. Why are people always asking for a foul? Because that's killing the game. And I think that's killing the character in the game because, you know, the only player you buy now, the good actors, I feel, that are good at winning poxy fouls where they, you know, they fell over holding the face when you, you, you see it in slow motion, he's been hit in the chest or something like that. And I think that's I where it's killing it. I had a really sort of uh, heated discussion with my lad. Um, so you know him, uh, Chris. So yeah, yeah. My lad, I can't uh, imagine either of you getting heated. You're the well, two, two of the most calm people I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, but I think we were just we were just from different generations, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I think it was over the the Wolves red card, where the guy caught. Um, I think it was a West Ham player, and he caught him on the on the shin. I think it was. I can't remember whether it was Wolves or whatever. But there was a there was a red card. It was a straight red, and I I didn't think it was a straight red. It was it was high. It was clumsy. It was it was it was a silly challenge. But I don't think there was any malice behind it. Mm. I think he just sort of stuck his leg out. But he happened to catch him, you know, on the on the side of the shin. And for me, then these these are not red cards. I think um, it was the Arsenal game. That was it. I can't remember who got sent off, but it was the Arsenal game against Spurs, wasn't it? And um, and Martinelli was rolling around as if he'd been, you know, he'd had his leg broken. And and I said to Scott, I said, in a couple of minutes, as soon as the ball's anywhere near him, he's going to be sprinting down the wing. And lo and behold, he was. And I really can't abide that side of the game, this sort of trying to get players sent off and overacting. And uh, it's a physical game. And you're talking about a fraction of a second uh, that you miss time a tackle and you catch someone. And every replay they showed of that particular incident was in slow motion. You know, the game's not played in slow motion, but they seem to insist on just showing slow motions of challenges. And you, you only have to be a fraction of a second out and it can look really bad. But you know the difference between someone trying to hurt someone and, and someone accidentally catching someone. And, uh, yeah, I think um, it's. Uh, I think we all hark back to a, a more physical game of football and uh, and we'd like to see it. You know, they're, they're letting a little bit more go this season, but I don't think the players are helping each other, that's for sure. I, I said this, and I can't remember who, who I said it to, but we have VAR. Mm. Right? We have people that sit there and watch VAR, and we have somebody watching the guy that's watching VAR. Um, surely, at the end of the game, when the final whistle's gone, uh, even come back to it the next day, when, you, when you, you know, your, your head's clear... Um, do you not look? Could you not possibly look at it and go, he dived? That's mm. a yellow card. Oh, he's asking for that and issue these yellow cards, um, uh, in retrospect. Because I tell you what, the managers would soon get fed up with what the bloody hell, you've got you know, you, you got banned now because you've got too many yellow cards. That'd soon put an end to it, wouldn't it? So, what, what you've got to realize is that VAR hasn't been brought in to make the game better. VAR's been brought in for the TV, for the Sky people, um, because it gives them extra extra programs to talk about. It gives them extra things to look at. Um, you look at all these stats they keep throwing in your face now. Who wants to know all these stats? Who you know? The, the sad thing is, who counts all these stats or all these touches and all this stuff? <laughs> you know, you, you don't want it. But <laughs> going down because they've got involved so much. They can have four or five different shows going on through the week 
which makes mm. which makes it for them. So VAR really hasn't been brought into open football. It's been brought in for the TV companies to have uh, programs to do and discussions about, and that's a major problem because you know you don't want to be sitting in your seat in the middle of December when it's freezing cold, waiting three minutes for a guy to come out with a decision which is like a fraction of an inch or something offside. You don't want that. I I don't. I hate seeing it. You know, you want a reaction straight away. You want the game to be um, to be going on, but it's 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 killing the game for me. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to take it away from the TV programs a bit and get back to the the basic game of football. And then you know that's the only that's the only time you'll see it change. I think. Well, you see, you see much of the day these days. I'm sure if somebody timed it, I bet they spend as much time talking and analysing games as they do actually showing football. Mm. Would we all not prefer another five minutes on the highlights? And who is really bothered for all those stats? You know what? Unless it's Leicester, as Mm. soon as a game's finished, one of the live games is finished, to me, I I turn it off these days. I can't be doing with it all. It's the same voices making the same comments and the same pathetic after-match reporters asking inane questions. You must have been disappointed to lose that one. No, of course not. Just does my head in. <laughs> but, you look at the, you know, you look at the players that they're bringing in to do, to do all the uh, the analysis and all that, and you think to yourself, shit, really, they they weren't that good when they were playing. So why why yeah. all of a sudden they've got this credibility of, you know, um, telling every player in the country how he should be playing, and. Um, it's just for the TV, and I think you know it's it's, it's annoying, absolutely annoying. And mm. I, I know, I mean, you know, we we know that there's problems with our. I just think it 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 could be changed to accept that, in my opinion, anyway. Um, so yeah, we we're not we're not a, a fan of Donny Van uh, Danny Van Der Beek, whatever it is, Donny Danny. Um, just looking, there's nothing coming up about Johnny Evans yet. So I think mm. it's going to be the morning, probably before it's going to be. Um, reviewed. Rob thought it might be something to do with the players back in Rogers, but it would say it seemed a weird time to do it. I think you could be right, Craig, maybe about his his, his retirement. But uh, but there we go. Let's to be honest, he's, he's probably just standing there with his foot on the ball, refusing to move. <sighs> Craig, I think to be honest, go. <laughs> I think he's going to make himself look silly if it's to say that all the players are behind Rogers on the yeah. back of one. One on the back of one decent result. Yeah, that that yeah. that's not a press release, is it? it for me, I, I, no. I, I it, it sounds like an international thing for me. Mm. So just running through these then, and just guys, yep, you're not you're not seeing it. It is highlighted in orange there for you. Uh, Bournemouth, <laughs> Leicester. We've all gone for a Bournemouth win um, in one Leicester form or win. another. A Bournemouth, Leicester. Who did I say? You gone? We've all gone for a Bournemouth win. Uh, sorry, for a Leicester win. Uh, what happens when I'm not here, Chris? Do, do they just let you run riot? <laughs> no, it's, it, I keep looking at that orange score and it's putting me off. I've never had to deal with this before. It's like when people invade a TV studio. I'm just, it's thrown me. It's totally thrown me. Uh, we've all gone for a Leicester win. We have. Uh, Chelsea Wolves, uh, we've all gone for a Chelsea win. We've also all gone for Man City win over Southampton. Not a surprise there. Newcastle Brentford, um, 
Craig went for the draw. Uh, myself and Steve both went for the Newcastle win. Uh, Brighton Spurs. Um, nobody went for a Spurs win. Wow, surprising. Uh, but a couple of draws there, and Steve went for the Brighton win. Again, unsurprisingly. Um, West Ham West Ham drew uh, with Fulham, according to Steve. And uh, we've both gone for Fulham win. Uh, I think I missed out Palace Leeds. Uh, a couple of people going for Palace. I went for uh, Leeds. And then, yes, guys, just read it, read it and weep. Um, and can you say why, though? Can you say why, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I can't. I think we've got to, like. Are you ready? I'm saying. Are you ready? I mean, I don't think you're ever ever going to be ready for this, but yes, your eyes do not deceive you. As much as it's putting me off looking at it, Arsenal 2, Liverpool 1, and Steve Leinitz went for that because he thinks Arsenal are just playing so well this season and that they deserve to be top of the league. You hate me, Steve, no. don't you? You hate no, me. I said, I said the only reason I'm doing it because I doesn't want Man City to win the leagues early. <laughs> oh dear! Can you? Can, it was so unexpected, wasn't it, Craig? Yeah, yeah. And I, I could, but to be fair, you could see the hurt. You know, yes. you could see the hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. Uh, we both went as well. We agreed with him, though. Went for the Arsenal win, uh, but then again, we've got to say it wasn't a surprise for you and me, Greg. No. Um, Everton, Man United. We got a bit of a mixed bag there. Um, Steve went for Everton. Uh, Craig and myself both went for the United win, um, and a totally mixed bag with Forest. Villa going to win it, according to Steve. Uh, Craig thinks it'll be Forest. Oh. And he's not coming on again, guys. I'm really sorry about that. We'll not be having Greg on again. And I've gone for a draw because uh, I think it'll be a board draw. And I can't even say it'll be last on match of the day because it's Monday night, so it won't be. Guys, thank you so very much. I, I'm, I'm going to have to go and lie down and, and mop myself with a cold copy of the Daily Mail or something because I just I just don't believe what I've what I've witnessed tonight. I really, really don't. But... Thank you so very much, Steve. As always, sir, a true gentleman. Thank you very much for coming on. Love and you probably, you. like I say, whatever happens for the rest of the year, that is my highlight. Well, there's blue lights flashing outside my window now, and I'm hoping it's not the police. So, uh... <laughs> no, it's the men in white coats. It's got to be the ambulance that was just called. <laughs> yeah. Remember that song? They're coming to take me away. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> yes. But, anyway, Steve, <laughs> I still can't get over it. Thank you very much. And uh, I will uh, hopefully, if you've not been taken away, see you next week. <laughs> yep. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Steve. Thanks a lot, mate. Take care. Bye bye. Ah, Craig, thank you very much for standing in for Brad at the last minute, sir. And no I'm glad. Worries. I'm just glad you did because otherwise people wouldn't have believed me if I'd said that. No, that's true. Well, I'm going to say it'll be interesting to uh, to see how well or how badly I've done for Brad, and uh, hopefully, Brad, you won't hold that against me. 
No, 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 no. Mate, have a good night tomorrow, whatever you're doing, and I yes. will see you Thursday evening for the Bournemouth review. Bring them All on. Right, All right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Anthony, I am so sorry, mate. I forgot to ask your question. You you sent me a reminder, and it was in my mind. And like, well, my mind was just all over the place with that before, you know, with that prediction. <laughs> Tomorrow night's quiz: um, Newcastle are hosting. Well, not hosting. They've come out of the hat first. Newcastle are play. Oh, she's back again. This bloody woman. Um, Newcastle are playing Nottingham Forest in the quiz, and it should be Mr. Daw. So, unless um, uh, you've put him off tonight, and unless Steve gets uh, Steve Cooper gets sacked, uh, thanks for sorting that out, Scott. Um, we will be having Mr. Daw on the channel tomorrow night at nine o'clock as Newcastle take on Nottingham Forest. My first question on the Nottingham Forest side is, in the recent East Midlands derby, <laughs> oh, it's going to get asked. It will be mentioned, believe you me. Uh, and that, if you think that's going to be interesting to look forward to, uh, we've also got this coming up. In a world where cat videos and memes rule the feeds, one media company will rise above the noise. Something is coming. Something big. Oh, behave. I don't understand what's going on here. And now for something completely different. The BBC would like to announce that the next scene is not considered suitable for family viewing. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Oh, yes. Stan Borman and Mr. Elton Wellsby, two halves of Liverpool. And I'm sure he will be mentioning a certain fighter, a fighter plane from the Second World War. Um, I, I can't wait, to be honest with you. It's going to be the week before. It's going to be part of the build-up to the World Cup. So it's going to be a week before then because we've got to do it the week before the World Cup because we've just got to ask Stan Borman about the Germans, haven't we? We really have. Uh, me and my mystery woman. She's got a puncture, and, and I haven't got to repair kit. <laughs> It'll be polite to Mr. Dawn. No, don't. You don't have to be polite. Don't be polite at all. Come in and give him stick, and between questions, I will put it up. So don't don't worry about that at all. And if Mr. Dawn can't make it, if they do sack Steve Cooper tomorrow, and in fairness, if they do, I would understand him going and doing that. Of course I would, uh, and he'd need to do that with his own show. But... If he does, I have got a forest backup. The guy that was on the show, um, David, um, will be coming on in his place. That is tomorrow night at nine. I'm actually going to be on Craig Beasley's show tomorrow at half six, doing the preview for the Bournemouth game. And um, I said that's at six thirty. Look out for the links for that. And then nine o'clock tomorrow night, myself, John from Newcastle, and hopefully. Mr. Dorr from Nottingham Forest. Oh, they say revenge is a dish served cold. All I know is it's going to be fun. 
Thanks very much for watching and for listening. If you have been doing, if you are new, please subscribe. And if you are not new and you have subscribed, please smash those like buttons. It really does help us. Take care. Stay safe. Thanks for joining in to everybody in the chat. And thanks to the moderators for doing the business as well. We will see you tomorrow. Take care. Good night. Now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. This week's episode has come to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.